Western Sydney has lost 80,000 jobs in the period from September last year to September this year. These are figures revealed at budget estimates yesterday. The Minister for Western Sydney, Stuart Ayres, confirmed a tick over 80,000 jobs have been lost during that 12-month period. Now, the job losses in Western Sydney alone account for more than 41% of the state's total job losses during that time. What do we need to do about it? Well, David Harris is Shadow Minister for Jobs, Investment and Tourism. Good morning to you, David. Good morning, Marcus. Nice to talk to you. Um, I'm not surprised by these shocking figures uh, because obviously uh, there's a big workforce out there in Western Sydney and there were lockdowns and the construction industry shut down as well and obviously a lot of people working from home but many people as well in the casualised workforce just losing their gigs. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And of course, uh, Western, Southwestern Sydney were hit the hardest with the lockdowns and uh, this has had uh, huge economic uh, repercussions for that area and particularly in in terms of uh, lost jobs which uh, those figures are horrific and the government needs to immediately put in plan, place a plan mm. to make sure that those uh, those jobs not only come back but we create more jobs in western sydney well, we certainly need to find out what is going to uh, be on the priority list for the minister. I'm talking about Stuart Ayres here. Uh, now, am I right in saying that he was unable to answer how the government will pay for its signature Western Sydney policy, which is West Invest, or how many jobs it will create? That's correct, yes. Today in estimates, uh, he was asked uh, by the Shadow Treasurer, Daniel Mookie, uh, where that money was coming from. Uh, he sort of uh, skirted around the question and then took it on notice, which is very concerning because uh, that fund was announced, uh, $5 billion, but it, it now seems that there's actually no job targets within that $5 billion and no plan to uh, ensure that uh, not those jobs are returned to Western Sydney. Well, we need to do something. Um, 80,000 is a lot. Look, I know that um, there are jobs that are starting to resurface, which is good news. I mean, I don't know whether we can replace the 80,000 that were lost without a lot of increased investment and a focus, if you like, on Western Sydney. Yeah, there needs to be a focus. And what we know is even before COVID, uh, there is a skill shortage uh, in Western Sydney, particularly in hospitality and tourism. Yeah. And any plan must focus on not just uh, replacing jobs, but retraining people for the jobs that are available. Um, this is what the government should be focused on. Uh, there's no funding announced for retraining uh, for workers. And the other area that... Uh, we found uh, lacking because of COVID has been local manufacturing. And that's certainly something that could be uh, taken up in Western Sydney. We know our supply chains were massively affected mm. uh, when our overseas markets were cut off. And we have a responsibility to make sure that we do manufacture things in New South Wales so that we're not uh, affected in such a way again. Oh, no, absolutely. Um Tourism, uh, that's a, a part of your uh, portfolio. Um, I'm just wondering with the uh, the reopening, if you like, uh, to regional New South Wales and people to travel back into uh, Sydney from Monday, that'll probably give a, a little bit of a boost, a shot in the arm, if you like. There are many people in regional areas of the state who haven't been able to, for obvious reasons, travel to Sydney to see family, loved ones, and, and travel even just to you know, visit uh, the Western Sydney Zoo, for instance, 
out there at Rudy Hill and other areas in the Blue Mountains, etc. So that'll help. It certainly will, but uh, I've been talking to people in the tourism industry and they are very concerned because we've lost a lot of those uh, overseas visa holders who take up many hospitality and tourism jobs. There are a, a range of vacancies, so some of those businesses are actually struggling to find staff. There's a shortage of chefs, for example, yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's why a retraining program is so important to make mm. sure that people in Western Sydney can retrain to uh, actually fill the jobs that are available. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no point. Uh, we know how popular the Dine and Discover vouchers are and now the, the Stay and Rediscover or whatever marketing trick they're using. But look, they're very popular and they're great. But I mean, I worry it's going to put increased pressure on these businesses who, as you say, um, are a little understaffed at the moment. I mean, I would urge and implore anybody who is looking for work to get out there and amongst it because there are plenty of jobs available, obviously. Yeah, that's true. And the other thing that business needs is uh, continued financial support because the most expensive time when you're reopening is actually uh, restocking your business and having to buy uh, materials and goods up front. So we can't afford to let uh, that financial support that businesses need at this crucial time end and leave them in a, uh, a situation where they may have to return to borrowing money, which puts them under more uh, strain in the longer term. Yep, absolutely. David, it's good to have you on the program. Let's talk again soon. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Marcus. My pleasure. There he is, David Harris, the Shadow Minister for Jobs, Investment and Tourism in New South Wales.